You are listening to the official podcast for ICGC Calvary Temple, Teen Chapel. Be blessed as you listen to life-changing messages by seasoned men and women of God.
must cast out devils. We must heal the sick. We must raise the dead. He is with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. That is why we are studying about the enemy. You, you don't know how to sing. If I come next week again and ask this question, say shame on them. Especially Gracie. And then go and take your seats. Don't look at me like that. All right. But honestly, honestly, shame on all of us. Abba. So I hope you remember why we are studying about demons. Last two weeks, I asked us to read some scriptures. And then last week, um, Auntie Elsie reminded us about that scripture. We've even forgotten the scripture, isn't it? I know. The way you started making your faces, I know that you've forgotten about the scripture. But that is not why we are here today. I forgot my second question, so I'll spare you. But if it comes in the middle of the sermon, I will bring it up. But from next week or next two weeks, and for about three months or so, we'll be doing a series alongside demonology, and we'll have other speakers come and speak with us. And we have all kinds of discussion sessions. And the focus this time will be on increasing in Christian character. We are going to be dealing with how demons invade our lives. And we are going to be praying a lot for deliverances in certain specific areas. By the time this three months is over, we must be walking the path of sanctification. The fact of being renewed to become more and more like Jesus Christ. So when we go to tell others about Jesus, we talk about it with confidence. So what did I say we'll be talking about? All of us together, what shall we be talking about? I didn't hear you. I want to hear you. Even though all of us are talking. What shall I be talking about? I like that one. That's what I want to hear. You see, honestly, if I don't get the vibe I want, I'm not going to preach. I'm serious about this. And it's for a purpose. Because what we are going to do today is to make some declarations. Even if you don't talk about the characteristics, you don't need to know all the characteristics. All you need to know is to cast them out. You have power to cast them out. That's what matters. Since half you, all you think about is that you don't want to be afraid of them. Anyway, it's all right. Because maybe before you are afraid of them, now you know, you know who they are, you know who you are in Christ, so you don't need to be afraid of them. Okay, let's look at scripture. Moses, now you are dragging behind me. <laughs> Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And I said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Where are you going? Who is drumming? 
Please, on the drums. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Moses, don't drag me too much. Just don't go ahead of me. Okay. It's a continuous scripture for the next three slides. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in his spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and the earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. Moses, don't go too fast, but don't go too slow. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. Hold it there. Don't, don't move the next slide. That's why I wanted this one to be very slow. Jesus said, All things have been delivered to me by my Father in heaven. All things. All things. Everything you can think about has been delivered to him. And no one knows the, the Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father. Nobody knows who Jesus really is except the Father. And who the Father is except the Son. It's only Jesus who knows God the Father. And the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. So when Jesus reveals God to you, he reveals divinity to you. Begin to understand divinity. I wish you would get what I'm saying. Then he turned to his disciples and said to them privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that you see. We are really blessed to understand and experience salvation, but we take it lightly. Next slide. For I tell you, many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see and have not seen it. And to hear what you hear but have not heard it. Scripture tells us that the angels, they yearn to look into this mystery of salvation. They don't get it. They can't understand it. The prophets of old, they prophesied, they said things that they didn't understand. They wished that they could understand. But we are blessed to understand and to experience it 
And God has charged us to go and tell other people about these blessings of this mystery. And yet we are sleeping. Let's finish off. Jesus said, Blessed are you that see these things. This morning, I want us, I want us to make some declarations. Olivia, please come and help me. We're going to learn a song. And if I don't, if I don't see you singing this song, I won't preach. I'm, I'll, this one, there minute. I won't go on. Because this, I think, is the message that God has sent me to tell us this morning. That we are blessed. Can you give me some serious reggae beats? Just give me the reggae beats. If you can, please, somebody take over. If you can, please go ahead. Uh, onto me, onto me. Please, let's, let's uh, change the baton. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest. Every day of my life, I am blessed. I am blessed. Everybody stand up. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest, every day of my life, I am blessed. A little faster. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life. Hey, you are not singing. When I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head Messi, are you singing? I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. Oh Lord, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am I am blessed when I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest every day of my life. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning till I lay In the morning, till I lay my head to rest every day of my life. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my 
up in the morning Till I lay my head to rest Every day of my life I am blessed I have finished preaching That is our message to us God says I should remind you that you are blessed Say I am blessed I am blessed. I am blessed. No matter what I'm going through, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning and I have not eaten and I have a headache, I am blessed. When I don't make the grace that I expect to make, I am blessed. When I feel sick, I am blessed. When I feel happy, I am blessed. When I have money in my pocket, I am blessed. When there's no money in my pocket, I am blessed. Because I'm the redeemed of the Lord, I am blessed. Because I have the Holy Ghost in me, I am blessed. Because I know the Father, I am blessed. Because I know the Son, I am blessed. Because I have the Word, I am blessed. 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 Lava de la lebo sandiando saya. Ikadu zale idiando saha. In blessing, I will bless you. That is our portion. That is our inheritance. We are blessed. Demons or no demons, we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. I told them I'll be teaching you a lot of old times. So this is an old time song. I was surprised when I was I was trying to recruit some uh, courses from the facilitators. So nobody volunteered. I asked Uncle Ivan. Uncle Ivan said he didn't know it. Olivia said she didn't know the song. Makita said she didn't know it. So yes, at night and this morning, Olivia said she learned it this morning. We are blessed of the Lord. I am blessed. No matter what happens to me, I am blessed. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God because I am blessed. Jesus says I am blessed and I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Your blessing has got nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what Jesus did on Calvary. When he shed his blood, even that thief who remembered at the last minute, and cried out, Jesus, when you come, remember me. And Jesus told him, tonight, you will be with me in paradise. I want us to know that we know Jesus. I want us to know that our sins have been forgiven. I want us to know from the scriptures that our names have been written in the book of life. Jesus says you must rejoice in the fact that our names are written there. Your name is known in heaven. That is why you must rejoice. It's not because you should not be afraid of demons. The truth is that demons are afraid of you but you are not aware. Because you don't know the word for yourself. I am blessed. Every day you wake up, no matter how you feel, sing this song. Declare to yourself that I am blessed. I'm walking in this into this day with blessing. Shall we take it one more time and then we'll take our seats? I am blessed. 
I am blessed every day of my life. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. Oh Lord, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life. I am blessed when I wake up. When I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest. Every day of my life, I am blessed. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. And let's see how we can continue. But we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that we are blessed. Lord, as you continue this series trying to understand demons, help us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so we want to be looking at a, a number of characteristics about demons. Moses, please go faster than me this time. Remember I said, demons are not fallen angels. I'm sure you've heard all kinds of teachings and all kinds of people say, including from people that you, you respect, that demons are fallen angels. Demons are not fallen angels. I've said this so many times, and this morning, I want to show you from different perspectives again why demons are not fallen angels. Angels are heaven-bound. We read about angels in heaven. Angels, angelic activity is normally in the heavenly realms. Angels are heaven-bound, but demons are earth-bound. We never hear or read about any demonic activity in heaven. All demonic activities are on the earth. Angels have bodies. They have bodies like how we humans have bodies. But demons are disembodied spirits. They are spirits, but they don't have bodies. There are several angelic examples or angelic visitations that we read about throughout the Old Testament and also in the New Testament. But when it comes to demons, we only read of demonic activity in the lives of human beings. You don't read about demonic visitation, but we read of demons manifesting in human beings and in sometimes manifesting in animals. Sorry, I'm going to go very fast today because I want to finish this so we'll spend some time in praying. So, um, I'll send out the notes and the scriptures to you so that you can... Oh, now you're going too fast. You've gone way ahead of me. So that you can take time to re make reference to the scriptures. Because I'm going to make reference to very few scriptures this morning. We have a problem. I think we'll resolve it when we start the Bible studies. But when I... How many of you are not on any social media? Let me see by hands. You are not on any social media at all. Wow. You know what? Get your parents' numbers. Okay, because we want to be sending you some notes. Get your parents' numbers and give it to any facilitator in your department or any facilitator you are free with. They will create groups. But make sure you write, if it's your father or your mother or your sister, write uh, the, uh, your, your, your father's name and the relationship with your 
relative. So we know that it's not your number. So when we are sending messages to them, we'll know how to send it to them. Okay. In the scriptures, like we saw from the beginning of these studies, there are several Greek words that are used to talk about demons. We talk of uh, diamond. We talk of panera, which are evil spirits. We talk of akanatha, which are unclean spirits. Or simply they are referred to as spirits. In Acts chapter 23, a very popular verse, uh, uh, passage that we are very familiar with. Sadducees say that there's nothing like resurrection. And angels and spirits, they don't, they, don't, they don't exist. There are no angels, there are no spirits. But the Pharisees believe that both exist. And so there was a time in a discussion with Jesus, there was even some confusion between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They became divided and Jesus capitalized on that because of their belief in angels and spirits. Demons are living beings that have mind, like human beings. <clears throat> they have personality. They have a will. And they are dedicated to the service of Satan. And they are always in opposition to all the interests of God. And so if God asks you to go out and witness to people, they would oppose it. If God wants you to walk in health, they would oppose it. If God wants you to be blessed, they would oppose it. Anything that God has designed for us or for mankind, they always oppose it. In Matthew chapter 12, the Bible says, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest, and he finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, and he finds it empty and swept and put in order. Please hold on there. It's, it's interesting. Scripture is telling us that, look, these demons, they can think. They have a mind. I said, well, hold it there. They have a mind. Sorry, I'm being a little hard on you. It's my fault. I left the pointer. <laughs> they have a mind of their own. The Bible says they go through and fro in dry areas. They are trying to rest. They seek rest. They seek to rest. And they don't find the rest. And then he says to himself, I will return to the house from which I came because if I'm not in that house, I will not have rest. And when he comes and finds it empty and swept and put in order, when you confess your sins to Jesus Christ, he forgives you. He cleanses you. He cleans your life of all the filth and the corruption and the mess in your life. But if you don't replace that filth with something spiritual from God, demons will feel it. There has been a very controversial topic among Christians and it's been going on for ages. I'm not sure when it's going to end. Can Christians be possessed by demons? And I know all kinds of Christians have all kinds of viewpoints. But I can tell you from scripture, Jesus says, when the demon is cast out and he goes and he's trying to find rest, he doesn't find rest, you come back to where he came out from. And if the place is clean, there is no scripture in that place. There is no belief in that place. 
There's no continuous declarations of what God has made you that you are blessed. You are, you are a child of God. Those things are not in your life. You will be possessed by demons. Don't tell me that you are a Christian. You are possessed by the Holy Spirit. You cannot be possessed by demons. We can discuss this later on. Last week, somebody shared with me something, and I just said to myself, you hold it. Uh, when we get into character development, we'll talk about some of these things. Some of us are addicted to all kinds of things. And this brother will share with me how he's become addicted, addicted to uh, betting. I know, I know a number of us here bet. I know. You bet online. You go and steal to go and bet. And you gamble. You, you can believe the bet that you win. But you cannot believe scripture for God to bless you. Because you don't even read the scripture. I don't know what is there. True or false? The good ones are quiet. But I know it's true. Some of you are so addicted to boys and girls. I mean, you, you just cannot leave the girls alone. And some of you are so addicted to Apple. You won't learn. When exams is coming, you believe in the Apple more than the learning. Listen to me. The, world, the way the world is going, eh? certificates don't matter. I need to be careful here. But certificates don't matter much. I'm not saying don't study and don't get certificates. Don't get me wrong. Go, don't go and tell your parents that what I said. Nobody should quote me out of context. Today, our educational system is such that we are being trained to pass exams and to get certificates. We are not being trained to learn what we are learning. So instead of learning life principles, learning economic principles, learning marketing principles, learning skills of wisdom, we don't, we are not interested. We are interested in how can I pass and get my A's and my ones. When you come into the real world, nobody pays you for your A's or your ones or your first class or second class. You are paid for what you produce. And you produce effectively if you understand the things that you have learned in school. Completed GHS. We encourage you to go and learn a trade. Go and learn just anything. Just anything you can learn, learn. If it is how to sew, if it is how to read, if it is how to, how to cook, how to bake, how to garden, just anything, just learn it. You never know where to come in handy. And at the beginning of this year, starting from last year, I told you about spiritual principles that you must follow. Gave you some spiritual instructions and some of, some of us are falling, some of us are not. The essence of what I'm telling you is to teach you a lifestyle of Christianity. I cannot impose it on you. When I say you should fast and you don't fast, you just will not develop the lifestyle of fasting and you will not experience the benefit of fasting. 
when we say read the scriptures and you don't read it, you will not benefit from the effects that the scripture has on our lives. When we say do your quiet time and you don't do it, you will not benefit from what God has for you in your quiet time. So, he tells you you are blessed. You declare that you are blessed, but you look at yourself, where is the blessing? Because there's no scripture. It's revelation in the scripture that brings the blessing. That, that that, that activates the declaration and makes it a reality. Somebody with me. Some of you feel embarrassed when I come to ask you questions. Even the simple thing that you have been emphasizing and emphasizing, go and tell your friends about Jesus. Let your, your life speak about Jesus. When you talk about Jesus, you will meet demons. That is why we are standing about demons. Even this simple thing, you can't remember. Next week, everybody, bring one person to church. Not somebody who goes to church. Not somebody who is a Christian. Don't go and bring your friend from action to church. Go and talk to plenty of your friends who you know they are not Christians. And invite all of them. Make sure you at least one of them comes to church. And sit by your friend when you come to church. And we shall inspect. The Holy Spirit will inspect. You see, you must get into the lifestyle of sharing your life and what you have experienced from God with other people. Is somebody listening to me? And is somebody determined to do it? If you're not determined to do it, there are some dimensions of the Spirit of God, the manifestation of the Spirit of God that you would never experience. You know how I started preaching? I didn't even know I had the gift of preaching. When I was a young Christian, I was always getting into the word, always learning new things. And everything I learned, I mean, I wanted to tell anybody who listened. And in our fellowship, any time there was opportunity to give testimony, I was always number one. I, have, I always had testimonies. Some of you, want, you are waiting for the day you get your leg is broken and then you get healed from your leg or you are studying something and you are finding it difficult to understand and then as you are reading, I mean the Holy Spirit something just jump on you then you understood the things and you give a testimony. Some of you never testify about how the blood of Jesus washed you and now you know that you are a child of God because you, you don't experience it. You have been told from children's service you are ready from the scripture and you, 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 you know it in your head, but it doesn't enter your heart. You don't believe that you're born again. I challenge you this morning. I'm talking hard, I know. You claim you are born again. I put it to you that you're not born again. You don't really believe in your heart that you're born again. Because the truth is that if you are genuinely born again, you know what the story of that, um, that woman the, the woman, the, 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 the Samaritan woman at the well, who made Jesus, she was a prostitute. Known in the town, but everybody as a prostitute. Yet, when she encountered Jesus, when Jesus gave revelation to her, and she believed that Jesus was the Messiah, nobody told her. She puts her pot down. The reason why she had come to the well. She came to the well at that hour because she was a prostitute. She could not come out openly. And she was a Samaritan, so she could not come out openly and miss the Jews. But when she had that encounter with Jesus, she forgot about water. And she went back to the village 
This time, no shyness, no holding back, telling everybody, come meet a man that told me everything about my life. What is your life like? What are you known for in school? Do your friends even know that you are born again? You must be terrorizing them with the word. When I say terrorizing them, I don't mean harassing them. You must continually be bombarding them with the word of God in wisdom. Because look, already they are constantly bombarding you with profanity with boys and girls and things that they have done and bettings that they have won and, and how they school people and how they, they, I mean, they, they continually bombard you with these things. Why don't you always also tell them about Jesus, the love of God, and how all these things are vanity? How, how the, the Bible says that it is appointed unto man who wants to die and after that judgment. Judgment is real, oh, judgment is real. We are all going to die one day. We are young now, but we don't know when you die. Young people die and old people die. And when you die, you face judgment. And if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, you are going to hell. But there's a good place for you. God loves you so much that he doesn't want you to end up in hell. He didn't make hell for you. He made hell for the devil. But if you don't repent, you end up in hell. God wants you to be blessed. He wants you to live a good life. Come to Jesus. I beg you, come to Jesus. How many of us do that? Moses, can we go on? More wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it be also with this wicked generation. Honestly, sometimes demons are wiser than human beings. Sometimes. This demon was cast out. He went to Rome. I wasn't getting any rest. Then he says, let me go and see whether my, my room is still available. And when he went, the place was clean. The man had renovated the house. And he wasn't selfish. He went to call his friends demons. Charlie, come, there's free accommodation. Let's go. And they came and made that place their home. You know why they do that? You see, when they come and... I was going to digress into some things, but I don't want to say that. I was going to talk about Russia and Ukraine. No, I won't go there this morning. But when they come with other people, they come this time reinforced. So the, the demon, and you see, the Bible says that he came with more wicked than himself. The first time he was there alone, he was kicked out, he was cast out. So this time, he brings in other demons that are stronger, that to secure his position. So when somebody is casting them out, he has to deal with the wicked ones before it comes to him. Demons are wise. But you, Jesus has saved you. You are walking alone. You are not praying properly. You move around around people like Kerubin and Uncle Nicholas are always praying so you too can improve your prayer life. Come for prayer meeting, you won't come. Come for retreat, you won't come. I wonder how many of us were at the retreat yesterday. I wasn't here, but I wonder how many of us were here. Come for retreat, you come. And very soon, look, our retreats are going to change from 3 o'clock. What is 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock? It's not retreat, it's prayer meeting. I know some of your parents will, will struggle with this. I know, and I know even you yourself will struggle with this. But when you say retreat, when I was young growing up, retreat start at 6 a.m. 
and we end at 6 p.m. That is retreat. Oh, this 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock. It's a church workers meeting. You have come to departmental meetings, so we just change to a prayer meeting. Is somebody with me? There are a lot of things that we need to change about our lives as individuals, not necessarily institutionalized meetings. But your own life should be structured and ordered. That is the only way you can be a youth that is relevant and current. Next slide, please. Demons are earthbound and they operate on earth in the natural realm. That's why we get to meet them, their manifestation. They travel around. They move to and fro. They walk from place to place. That's what the scripture says. They have intelligence and they do a lot of research. They search things out and they tend to get tired. They lose strength and that is why they seek rest. They get tired so they seek to rest. They can see. They can perceive. They can talk. Demons do talk. They have a will and they have a mind of their own. They have a personality of their own. And they can make decisions like this demon who decided that you go back. And he went and called seven other uh, demons who were stronger than him. Move on, please. They remember things. When he was cast out, he remembered that there was a place that he came from. They can do analysis, evaluate, examine issues consider where they were before and consider the new position they find themselves in and decide which one is better and they make a decision. They are very determined beings. They are persistent. They don't give up. Friends, listen. When we enter this phase of deliverance and we start casting demons out of people, and don't think that you don't have a demon. I tell you, every one of us has a demon, including myself. Did you hear me? So I have to deal with demons in my life. It, it, again, this is controversial. Don't quote me out of context. The focus is to think about Christ and be rooted in Christ, be rooted in the word. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. But you see, there are some things already dwelling in us. That is why the world cannot dwell in us richly. That is why we even struggle to read it. Some of us, have you noticed sometimes you take the Bible to read it, immediately you start feeling sleepy. Put the Bible down and then you come out alive. What do you think is happening? You are under demonic influence. The demons don't want you to read. So you must ask for strength from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, as I come to read your word, this is your word. Give me illumination. Give me revelation. Help me to be strong and stay focused in your word and get what you want me to get. If you don't pray that kind of prayer and have that kind of mental attitude before you go to read the word or before you go to do anything spiritual, I tell you, as soon as you start, you start feeling sleepy. We we'll encourage you to pray at least 10 minutes in tongues. And some of you are wondering, how can I pray 10 minutes in tongues? You start. Once you start, and you do two, three, four, seven days, you start praying in tongues in 10 minutes, it's not a big deal. And you easily move from 10 to 30 minutes. 
And before you realize, any free time you get, you are praying in tongues. Sometimes, even unconsciously, you are praying in tongues. You don't know how you just start speaking in tongues. Sometimes you are just walking about it. In your heart, you are praying in tongues. That is where we want us to get. But the beginning, when you start, you pray in tongues, ah, then you look at your watch. Hey, only one minute. That's how it feels. It's normal. Or sometimes when you even get used to pray, you pray, uh, and you think you pray for about one or one and a half hours. You look at the time, it's only 10 minutes. Should I digress again? You see, today I'm digressing a lot, but I have to finish these slides. Those of you who have been to, how many of us have been to camp before? Or have been to, oh, less than half of us, wow. We pray that we'll have come this year. Yeah. We are working on it and we pray that we'll, we'll, we'll come through. But you see, when you're at camp, or for those of us who came for a retreat yesterday, I wasn't here, but I know. I, I know what happened. You see that sometimes you are, you are praying uh, and it's like the prayer is as if the prayer is not moving. You are praying, but in your heart it's like you're not praying. It's as if you are joking. But the leader keeps encouraging you to pray, or if you are on your own, you just continue praying. And sometimes you pray, you get to some place, it's as if you change gear to, into autopilot. And then you just, you just feel that challenge. Now I am praying. Have you ever experienced that? And normally when you get into those realms, sometimes you can pray for hours and until you stop yourself, you don't stop praying. I doubt how many of us have gotten there, but please, I pray that you get there. But sometimes... You can pray for a whole day continuously. That is proper retreat. And sometimes you feel that you are battling against something. It's like there are some there are some oppositions to what, what you are praying. And you sense it. You go through the kind of things that Daniel went through. You sense that there is some opposition, but you also sense that you can break through. And then as you pray, it gets to a state where you just feel that you have just broken through and everything becomes light to yourself. You become light and you, then you just, it's as if you suddenly just start hearing God speak to you. You start seeing all kinds of visions. You start hearing all kinds of things. Then you run to your pen and take a pen and paper and then start writing down. These words just keep coming to you. Sometimes you wonder, where are these things coming from? That is where God wants to take us. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. The plans that I have for you, I want you to hear. And I want you to see the things that I have in store for you. So that you fill your life with the true things and not filling your life with birds and pornography and uh, touching boys and touching girls and all kinds of silly things. And thinking that is life. Demons plan, they strategize, and they work together. They work in groups to achieve their aims. And they always desire to serve God and to carry out Satan's wishes. They actually even worship Satan. And they rejoice when Satan succeeds. You see what's happening? Ah, this Russia thing again. You see what's happening in Russia and Ukraine? You see that now on social media... There's all kinds of foolish talk going on. Some people are supporting Russia. And some people are rejoicing. 
Because they feel that, and, and the rejoicing in Russia is not rejoicing in Russia. But they are rejoicing because it appears as if NATO is under attack and U.S. is under attack. If you don't follow politics, you understand what I'm saying. And I know many of you don't follow politics. So let's leave it there. But you see, people are rejoicing that their enemies are being attacked. And then, okay, it's all right, let me leave, let's leave it there. Let's go on. So they seek to execute uh, Satan's uh, wishes and plans. They affect nations very negatively. And so if you have to pray for nations, you have to pray for ourselves, you have to pray for our towns, you have to pray for our communities, you have to pray for our schools, you have to learn to deal with demons. Because they are demonic entities that control and affect nations and communities and tribes and families very negatively. Demons always work to undermine the work of the church. Some of you, you, you just don't like me, not because I'm not a likable person, but because I say some things and do some things that will help you and the demons that are working on you don't want you to experience that. So they make you dislike me. So everything I say, you will not like it. You rebel against it. So you will not get the benefit. Someone listen to me. And it's not just me. Maybe next time to be Uncle Caribbean. If you call Uncle Caribbean or Brother Caribbean, whichever. You come and stand and say, hey, shout, shout. Who is this boy to always tell us to shout, shout, shout like that? Is he everybody who shouts? Me, I don't know how to shout. There is some benefit in the shouting. Because you don't do it, you don't know how to do it, you have to learn how to do it. Once so that when there's time to do it, you do it. But the demons are telling you, don't listen to him. Wow, that's not 20 minutes. You know, there was a lady in this church who gave a testimony some time back about this shouting thing. You know, they call it shouting thing. But we are teenagers, we shout in it, we don't we? We like shouting. Let me, let's close church and let's leave you to be loose. And then we'll see shouting. But let it be time for church. Then you've forgotten how to shout. You don't shout. So there was one time, she says to shout. And for the first time, like she just felt that, okay, let me just obey these instructions. And she jumped and she screamed. And she said that she had a certain ailment from her childhood. And suddenly, that thing just vanished and she couldn't understand. Yeah, this thing already. Okay, let's move on. So, demons will always attack us they, because they don't want us to experience the fullness of God. And they go out to specifically punish Satan's enemies or they make attempt to punish Satan's enemy. So, when you start talking to your friends about Jesus they'll start to put you in, in greater dimensions. When you start coming to church early, they'll start opposing you. Sometimes the kind of opposition you come from, from your friends, from your, your parents, from teachers, and you wonder, where from all this? They are demons. They will do anything to make sure that when you are worshipping God more, they'll begin to attack you. Because they see that you are becoming an enemy to the devil, so they have to find means to suppress you. 
Stop coming to church and it will appear as if now the demons don't harass you. It's because they are controlling you not to be coming to church or not to do the things that you should be doing. They, they sometimes have supernatural ability and they are able to perform extraordinary beyond human activity all in the name of Satan's cause. They attack every human being, uh, Christian and non-Christian alike. Please, let's, I'm going very fast now. They are also very, extremely well organized and they understand authority. They understand God's authority. They understand the devil's authority. They are extremely legalistic. When they hold on to something, they know, they understand. Look, and that's the thing that really struck me. They understand scripture. They understand the legality of the scriptures. And because we don't understand scripture, they distort scripture to us and they get us confused. Some demons tend to have animal characteristics. I wish I could have I, I had time to uh, go into some of these. But you see, you know, demons are sometimes described as dogs. Jesus talked about serpents and scorpions. When we read in Revelation, we read about the dragon, the a snake. I mean, the, 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 a dark horse. They have all kinds of animals. The lion and the adder and the puff adder. I mean, they, are, they manifest in all kinds of things. And they try to keep their activity hidden. So you don't know that it is demons that are at work. But they always bow to the name of Jesus. And that is why you must make this kind of declaration that I am blessed. You hold on. That there is power in the name of Jesus. And when you, when you exude that kind of life, when you appear, demons begin to bow. When you appear, they know that the power of God has appeared. It doesn't matter how old you are. They know. They bow before you. Sometimes they say it audibly. Other times they react in other ways. That is why you must read the scriptures. That's why you must feel the Holy Spirit. That's why you must pray in tongues and build up ourselves. Many demons have specific job descriptions. Some of them are assigned to inflict sickness. Some of them are assigned to affect your emotions. Some of them are assigned to make you immoral. Some of them are assigned to affect your academic life. Some of them are assigned to destroy your family. Some of them are assigned to destroy your businesses. They, they, they have specific functions. And if you don't realize this is what is in operation, you can fall victim. They understand scripture. They understand the legality of scripture. And they know how to use scripture against you. That is why we must know scripture for ourselves. And sometimes they, they, they can exhibit extraordinary strength. But there was a time where we were casting demons after a very young girl. And about six macho men could not control her. You ask me, how does that happen? You, you have you read about the sons of Sceva? How can one demon possess person? Beat six men. Naked them. That they jump out of windows and run away. How is it possible? If you haven't experienced it, you understand. Sometimes you see a, a teenager, a lanky, small lady, but when she begins to manifest, you are holding Charlie, the strength that comes out, she throws it away. You want to work from this strength. Please go faster than me now. Because I'm trying to go ahead of myself. They don't like the word of God. Now, how can we be protected from demons? 
The Bible says that give no place to the devil. What it means is that we can give place to the devil. We can give him a foothold. We can, and the, how we give them footholds is by the activities that we are engaging. That's what we're looking at for the, in, the, in, the, in the coming next three months. You lie, you keep lying, you keep lying. You are giving strongholds to the devil. The demons come and establish themselves and now you become a habitual liar. Lying becomes a stronghold in your mind. Even when you don't want to lie, you will lie. In church, you will lie. Department meeting, you will lie. You are born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, and yet you are a liar. Big time liar. The work of demons. Bible says, give no place to the devil. But the central scripture that we have been using, and that's a great promise that we have. Jesus said, I give you power. I give you power. Before he said, I give you power, he said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. He fell in a flash instantly. And because of that, I give you power to tread over all the power of the evil one. Nothing shall hurt you. So stay in that power, standing, and you'll be protected from the evil one. Psalm 91, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the other, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample upon. In one verse, we see three different animals. Demonic manifestations as animals. You tread under them with your feet and do not harm you. But the way that you will remain protected can be found in verse 1. They that abide under the shadow of the Most High God. You must stay in that secret place of the Most High God. You must stay in the word. You must read the word. You must know the word. You must meditate on the word. You must fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit must be your friend. You must carry that name with you all the time. You must stay close to him. That is the only way you can tread upon serpents and scorpions and do not harm you. Secondly, fear of God. But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing his wings and shall go forth and grow as cows of the stall and shall tread upon the wicked for they shall be ashes under your soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, says the Lord. You see, it's not just the treading that makes you victorious. The victoriousness starts from fearing God, giving God reverence, honoring God. Many of us were late to church this morning. We don't fear God. We don't give him reverence. We don't honor him. When it's time to praise, don't praise. Even when you come to church, it's time for praise. You're just standing there. If you do this in church, I can know what you do in your house. You don't praise God. But let's go to intercourt. On your classroom, let there be an argument about a certain boy who likes a certain girl. Hey, then you come out alive. You don't fear God. Let's learn to fear God. That's the way we can keep ourselves protected. This was a little controversial and it's difficult to understand, so I'll not go too much into it. Let's, let's move on. Leviticus 20. And the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. Consecrate yourself. Consecrate yourself. Set yourself apart. The reason why you should set yourself apart 
It starts from the beginning and it ends at the end. It says that don't go for mediums. I hope no one is venturing to Sakawa. We have seen this happen in this church before. When members of Teen Chapel were going for Sakawa. You don't believe? Eh, okay. Next week, I'll share with us a testimony. Don't do this. When your friend tells you that I'll take you to somewhere, you'll get power, you can learn. All the girls will start liking you, all the boys will start giving you money. Don't believe them. They are introducing you to something very dangerous. Don't do those things. Instead, consecrate yourself, set yourself apart. And when you do that, then the Lord shall rise up with healing in his wings. And you experience the healing of God. You experience the protection of God. You experience the power of God. It's conditional. For all those things are an abomination to the Lord. The Lord your God drives them out from before you. We must not tolerate abominations in our lives. We must not tolerate abominations in our lives. Because God detests these things. Let me end here and leave you with these scriptures. God told Moses to tell Aaron that whenever they gather, he should dispense them with his blessings. And this should be our memory verse for this week. If you learn it, if you don't learn it. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I pray that this week you will talk to somebody about Jesus. And like I said, not just somebody, talk to plenty of people and bring at least one of them to church on Sunday. Amen. Shall I rise up on our feet? I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. Oh Lord, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. Wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest every day of my life. I am blessed. Shall we take the colors off you at this time, please? I am blessed. I am blessed every day of my life. I 
the choice is yours. But I've taught you how to walk in blessing, how to make declarations, how to wake up every morning knowing that you are blessed because God says in blessing, I will bless you. I will increase you in blessing. I will increase you in blessing. I will bless you. I will bless you and shall be blessed. Till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. 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 Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning. Till I lay my head to rest Every day of my life I am blessed I am blessed I am blessed Every day of my life I am blessed When I wake up in the morning Till I lay some time praying just reflect and meditate on this song on these words God says I will bless you and I declare may the Lord bless you and may he cause his face to shine upon you may you live in blessings may you walk in blessings David May you walk in blessings every day of your life. Walk and live in blessing. Open your mouth and begin to pray in tongues. You may not understand everything. But make this declaration, I am blessed. 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 Leva zoze vele kishteri yendo sipa aida hasaya. Leva zoze zevele masandi andara bahasaya. Leva strapatari andala mashata andara bahaya. Iga goro kosko zevele lebe sende lele bebe. Leva zoze laide sepele mestande zevele kasuza lamaa. Leva konde leva shata andala maza bahasani ada. Leva rosto zoze vero bosto dere lebe sese sele basaya dele bebe di andele basaya. Leva zose vele le beshende le le bebe le baseni antolo boso zede bakeni andalabaha le pakana la baba baba mama asaya le pandolo boso tene le bekeri le be i parionde le beshende le beshende di antolo boso zede le katori leva zanda da da baba rapa kataya 
I has not seen, ear has not heard the things that God has in store for us. I pray that our ears shall be open, our eyes shall be open, our spirit mind shall be open to see into the spirit realm and to understand what God has in store for us. Behold, I give you power to tell over all the power of the serpent and all the power of the evil one to tell over serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Nothing shall by enemies hurt you. You shall not be afraid of demons. You shall not be afraid of the other flies by night. We will rest under the banner of the Almighty. We shall rest under His shadows. We shall rest under His wings. We shall rest under His protection because we are blessed. We shall stay in the world. We shall use the gift that He has given us. We shall pray in tongues. We shall talk to others about Jesus. We shall believe Jesus. We shall believe Jesus. We shall receive every revelation of the Father that the Son gives us. We shall receive every revelation that the Holy Spirit gives us about the Son. As I go to school, I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. As I walk into the office, I am blessed. My business is blessed. The words of my hands are blessed. My life is blessed. My health is blessed. My mind is blessed. My whole being is blessed. My body is blessed. I am blessed of the Lord. I am blessed. 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 It's about your life. It's about your future. Speak into your future. Declare over your life. Declare over your marriage. Declare over your children. Declare over your academic life. Declare over your parents. In blessing, I will bless you. In blessing, I will bless you. They that honor me, I will honor them.
Thank you for listening. God bless you.